Did you know that nearly nine out of 10 home buyers say they'd use a buyer's agent when purchasing a home again? Buyer representation really matters when there's 111 to-dos. Visit Realtor.com slash Buyer Agent Toolkit and spread the word. Buyer agents are essential. In this special edition of the Real Trending Podcast, we're speaking to real estate leaders on what they're doing to minimize the impact of the coronavirus on their businesses. We'll talk about actions they're taking, how they're preparing for when the country reopens, and more. This is Tracy Velt, Editor-in-Chief of Content for Realtrends. Today, we're speaking with Lori Aller and Amy Whitmarsh, sisters and co-owners of REMAX Results in Oklahoma. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, we'll start. Just tell me a little bit about your brokerage and your geographic footprint. Okay. Um, our brokerage, Remax Results, consists of, we've got 85 agents and we're in four locations. We're covering all of northeastern Oklahoma. Um, very thankfully, here in Oklahoma, we were actually deemed an essential service. Um, we're currently in phase one of, of reopening the business. Uh, we've got, we, our offices are large. We've got a lot of square footage. Um, so we, we could have kept them open and, and been able to spread out quite a bit and adhered to social distancing. But for maximum precaution, about mid-March, we asked all of our agents to just work from home. Uh, we kept one staff member working um, at each of our locations to continue the support of our, our support services for our agents. But uh, we did close the door to the public, though. So. Um, so tell me a little bit about how your market's doing. What are your pendings for May, and how has your business been impacted overall so far? Well, okay, so in March, first of all, the, the beginning of the year was really strong here in Tulsa. Um, and in March, the Tulsa market, we were just 9% behind March 19 numbers um, concerning closed transactions. So, of course, those closings were all pending pre-COVID, but – uh, you can you could already see the the fallout with delayed closings and failed transactions already in March. Um, so March pendings were only slightly down five percent from last year's numbers. But April's numbers, although those haven't been officially released yet, um, they they have us at twenty two percent behind April numbers concerning closed transactions. Uh, the the most telling fact, though, for April is actually pendings that fell from the 5% I previously mentioned to 36% down below the April uh, numbers of 2019. So I'd attribute that, I guess, to anxiety about the economy, job security, and also the practicality of actually getting out and physically doing the home search. Um, but in our market, we currently have very low inventory as well. We're 30%, 32% actually lower than what we had available last year at this time. Um, so according to showing time, Oklahoma's showing activity in April had decreased 40% over last year at this time. So in April, we were very, very slow. Um, of course, physical showing, the physical showings were, were low, but virtual showings were actually through the roof. So, um, Showing time had physical showings um, already rebounded to near normal levels at the very end of April. So new listings were really strong this week and last week. So inventory shortage has actually been cut to 
from 32 to just 16% behind April numbers. So, and at our brokerage, uh, thankfully, current pending set to close in May and June um, are actually exceeding last year's May and June. So, um, we're we're hoping that we've already hit bottom, um, and that we're recovering here in Oklahoma already. Um, but you know, concerning our daily business, that's actually been impacted in a very positive way by all of this. Um, the efficiencies we've adopted, like staff and broker meetings, recruiting calls, agent development, all of our office meetings, we've gone online with Zoom calls, um, which cuts down drive time and wait time. Um, without having to sacrifice the importance of that face-to-face interaction with our agents and staff. So we're actually very fortunate that um, we at REMAX results had already, we were already using Zoom to broadcast our agent development. We've got four locations, like I mentioned, and so we'll be in one location and Zooming it out to all the other locations. So we already kind of were familiar with the technology, Um so we also were already in the process of bringing our onboarding all online. Um, we had started implementing that, designing that back in January, and then we started implementing that um, because of COVID. And that has um, that ha- that has been great um, with adoption very high and um, the activities of the new agents being being very checked in. I don't. That's bad yeah. words to use, but. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, um, so it sounds like you guys are are doing pretty well. I'm I'm glad to hear that. I'm you know hopeful that country, uh, you know companies around the country are are doing as well. So I know it's going to be different well, in every state for now. So yeah. Yes. Any drop in when real estate brokerages run run very tight profit margins, and so you know, any dip in the market is something that we're all going to feel. That is, and and I definitely know about the low profit margins or the, the slim profit margins of brokerages. So um, so what business steps did you take immediately to kind of lessen the impact on your company? Did you have to do any layoffs? Did you do a surgical cut of your budget? Um, tell me a little bit about those business steps. So with news and times like these, your business sense like really kicks in and we started thinking of ways to conserve cash. And um, so we chatted with our vendors, our landlords about reduced and or like creative payment options. Um, we also looked at cutting any non-essential spending. Luckily we have not had to do any layoffs. This was never part of our plan. We truly adore our staff. Okay. Uh, we would have done everything possible to the last penny to keep them in there. Not to mention the time and money and effort it takes to train new staff members to do it right, to run your back office systems with the confidence to really take care of your agents. Um, It's so expensive to train staff. So we knew we would make sure that we kept them in place as long as we possibly could. So we were very thankful for the payroll protection program through that CARES Act. Um, That was so timely and much appreciated. Okay, Um, so you did apply for that. We did. We applied and, and received it pretty quickly. Um, but we also knew we wouldn't cut agent services. Um, I think that's a mindset of scarcity. If if the market gets tighter and harder to operate in, then we need more services and more tools, not less. So um, we've moved full steam ahead with our brokerage plans. 
Um, we've got a new location build out that we're working on. We've actually grown by six agents over the last 30 days. So we've been recruiting as well. Um, the mindset of abundance and support is, is how we lead. So we truly make decisions based at the broker level based upon um, helping the agents build their businesses. So. Okay. So uh, obviously your market's reopening. So are, are, what are you doing to prepare your agents? Are you doing, are, do you have new protocols in place? Um, you know, what are you expecting business to look like, uh, you know, showings? Or, or are you planning on doing any open houses? Tell me a little bit about that part of this, the business. Sure. Okay, this is Amy Whitmarsh speaking now. Um, mm -hmm. So our market is reopening um, restaurants and businesses like shopping centers and uh, I think movie theaters are going to hang out a little bit longer. But um, we, the whole time, have been preparing the agents for what the economists are um, deeming a surge, you know, from a spring market that would be a normal spring market going to be, you know, hitting us in summer. And so, during this time, if, they, if they've slowed at all, we have been in front of them with uh, tools and resources on how um, a busy realtor is a lot of times just working in their business instead of on their business. And so if they've had any slow time, we've been giving them 30-day plans, 60-day plans, 90-day plans of how to clean up systems, make sure that they're um, public-facing, you know, social media platforms and their CRMs are up to date and of course, just really encouraging them through this time when they're reaching out to their sphere, which we all know that's how we build a business of a repeat and referral clients, is to stay in front of them as community leaders, um, not necessarily reaching out because of real estate, but reaching out to share concern over anything that we can help them do um, during this time, any needs that we could help meet. Um, of course, you know, housing is always on people's minds. So it's a natural uh, conversation that uh, that happens no matter where you are, no matter what time or pandemic or, or uh, you know, temperature of, of the economy is. People always want to hear about housing. So in the effort to reach out and to, to care about people, they're, they're naturally transitioning into conversations about real estate and kind of expressing their concerns about staying on the sidelines, you know, for not listing quite yet or asking opinions, but, but truly, you know, trying to be there for people because, uh, you know, showing people that you care and actually doing things to implement, you know, care packages. We had lots of agents that were creating, you know, the hand sanitizers and the toilet paper and, gift cards for people for food or groceries and, you know, just encouraging people to, uh, and that's, that's kind of our culture anyway. So it's not like we had to really coach them up on that, but during this time is really like, what are their needs first? But, um, but yes, absolutely teaching them how to prepare for this surge and we're already seeing it. Oh my goodness. There's people coming out of the woodworks to get their houses listed and buyers because the rates are still so historically low they're jumping back in and um uh people got their running shoes on now so um as far as i think you had asked about showing instructions and different protocols so right yes um two 
protect our general public, especially our sellers um, with buyers out there still on the market looking. We basically set up, you know, and we have amazing leadership at our REMAX headquarters that speaks into, you know, the leadership of our regions and our franchise owners. And we have been so blessed to be able to pass down everything that has been provided to us as a resource. So, the four-question protocol about before a showing happens, so they feel very comfortable. Um, the showing agent asks the question, have you had a temperature? Have you been around somebody with a temperature? Have you been around somebody with COVID? Or have you flown um, before the showing happens? And we added an additional one was, ha- is your buyer pre-approved? You know, just to take another safeguard, you know, we don't have – a lot of extra traffic through homes that are just tire kickers at the moment. We really want uh, very focused, um, approved, ready-to-go buyers. So, you know, just letting and setting the expectations with our sellers that we're doing everything on this side of it to protect your interests and your home, Um, you know, signs on doors before showings, drop your shoes at the door or cover them with your little showing booties, um, there's hand sanitizers inside, wear masks, wipe down, you know, surfaces or like doorknobs as you're leaving, just extra uh, safety precautions so sellers feel uh, like their home isn't being invaded, Um, but it's still working in the capacity that it needs to to get the home sold. So for sure, those protocols. That's, yeah, that's good. Um, so are you actually writing these out for people or is it? Oh, absolutely. They're um, put in you know, PDF style and um, mm-hmm. our agent services department actually prints those off. So if they want to, they're, they're classy and they're fun looking so they can hang the sign on the door, put it inside the home. And then there is a, uh, a supplemental, that, you know, with the questions about, you know who the who the buyers are and answering the the, the questions the four questions about um, yes yeah, so we we provided all those resources to them so they can just plug and play they don't have to think about it or recreate anything we we are ahead of that game trying okay. to stay yeah yeah that's great for them yeah well it sounds like you guys are are really on the ball doing everything you need to do to to get everybody back going strong and um, and that so. We'll kind of put the numbers aside and some of the protocols aside and, and tell me how you're feeling and how your agents, you know, how you think they're feeling right now about the status of, of just real estate in general. As leaders, our expectations that we set and the temperature that we set at the beginning, at the outset, was always let's embrace this, let's use positive, um, let's take this as an opportunity to grow and to lean in and see what opportunities are new um, to create new efficiencies and and change for the better in our uh, businesses um, and in our industry. And I really feel like it just comes from leadership to every time you're in front of them on a Zoom call or, you know, sometimes we just do, you know, hey, how are you feeling? Like, what, what, what do you need at this time? Or, if it's an agent development call where we're talking, you know, going deep into mastery and, you know, working on our skill sets, um, we're not providing information just to have the information. We're truly always providing the information for them to grow and to build their business and to run it 
as an entrepreneur and to master skill sets and to go deep on what they're really, really successful at to build wide. And so I, I feel like that's always our culture. And so it was a very natural progression for us to just say, you know, we're, we're going to embrace this and we're going to say, what can we do to hone our skills and to uh, make this on the other side exactly what we need it to be to continue, you know, just the message we always put out there is, is a growing something. And so we're, we're very agent centric. It's all about how we can help them build their business. And our, our theme is, you know, we're a business that builds businesses. And so uh, that never stopped. And so the leadership just always has to set the expectation of how, you know, what, what message you're putting out there. And we've just never stopped. We all just kind of leaned into it and said, bring it on. We got this. And, um, but I, I will say, you know, that's not the general consensus around other brokerages. You know, some, some have taken a different road and like, hey, let's just kind of sit back and, and wait this out and see what happens. And um, that's just never been our mindset at all. And um, so I feel like our agents, we've been in front of them, I feel like more during this past 40 to 45 days because there's just so much that we wanted to provide them and we, there's so much that we wanted to get back from them as far as feedback and, and support and resources. And um, I just feel like it's, it's been extremely positive. I don't know if Lori's got anything to add to that, but um, I'm feeling good about it. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just half glass full, half glass, you know, glass half full, half empty. Um, which way are you going to look at it? It's If you're thinking it's empty, you're – putting your head in the sand and you're trying to wait it out, you're thinking business is not happening. If you're thinking glass half full, then you have seen it as an opportunity and you've leaned into your sphere and supported and connected everything you can possibly do to stay in front of people. So that first group is going to see a dip in their business and the second group is going to be perfectly set up for the rebound in the market. Okay, great. Well, Lori and Amy, thank you so much for joining the Real Trends podcast. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Thank you for having us. Thank you.